0: You are listening to Don't Touch My Music, hosted by Kiana and Chardonnay, your go-to podcast for all things music. everybody. Welcome back to the Don't Touch My Music podcast with me, Kiana, and my co-host, Charon A. Hi. Um, so today's Thursday. So today's a Thursday episode where yes. we have um, a little more of a chill fun time. Mm-hmm. Not, not so much um, educational as much as just us sharing things that we like in music. Right. right. And for today... We decided um, we're going to share with you our favorite albums. We mm-hmm. each picked three and we're going to talk about them. Mine aren't ranked just because mine change frequently. Mm. Mm. Um, so these are just like my top three as of now. They're all no, from different yeah. years, but. Yeah.
1: No, mine's as well. Um, I have only, I think, two that is in a similar year. But other than that, um, yeah, it's, it's way back. Oh, way 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 back but i mean you know <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. no you have
0: you have you have some throwbacks yeah. in yours for yeah sure
1: um but i think i'm gonna start off with mine first i'm gonna save i'm gonna kind of save the best two for last mm-hmm. um so i am guess i'm gonna start off with the first album that i like um right. was queen by Nicki minaj um that was actually released in so first of all you guys know it's a hip-hop album, um, but she mixed the genre a bit with, like, some trap music and, like, some dancehall music and, like, some reggae music because, you know, Nikki's all about the Caribbean vibes. She's all mm-hmm. about the Jamaican vibes because... Um, for the past couple of months, Nikki has been like on a rampage, like following Jamaican artists, Jamaican dancers and so forth. And like all of them in Jamaica are like, oh, my God, Nicki Minaj followed me, whatever, whatever. So I think like she's getting into that trend now of like actually following these Jamaican artists or Jamaican musicians, dancers or whatever, because maybe she has like a, a special project coming with them or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I like Queen from Nicki Minaj. Um, it's a hip hop album with a mixture of a uh, trap, dancehall, reggae. Uh, and so forth Um, and it was actually released in let me see it was August 10th 2018 Um, it was released and it was just a different type of vibe from
0: what she normally releases yes
1: from music that she normally makes because the last um, I guess sort of album that she released was in 2014 um, but yeah this is this was this album was completely different to stuff that she usually makes um and i i pretty much enjoyed it i was vibing with a few Mm. songs let's see um i was vibing with the number one song on the on the uh, track the list yeah Ga- the lead yeah, the lead, yeah mm-hmm. the lead single um was that the lead single no i don't believe that was the lead single it's the lead rolling. single i believe was let me see i'm looking at the list here the lead single was actually chung lee you remember chung mm. lee from Nicki minaj yeah the lead single i believe was actually chung lee.
0: swallowed in the mic
1: <laughs> my bed
0: i'm drinking the, tea <laughs>
1: <laughs> the lead single was actually chung lee that was my that is still my favorite song that song is so fun yes it's so fun fun. you know what is crazy i was um doing some research because like Mm -hmm. we said we want to bring facts um but i was doing some research and i realized that of course she writes all her 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 songs she she Mm -hmm. writes all of them of course there are other persons that assist or whatever the case may be but she writes all of her songs and but this one specifically chung lee Mm -hmm she was actually a part of the production so like making the the beat
0: other all, oh, the, okay.
1: all the, yeah so all the other beats on the album she was not a part of if I'm if I'm correct she was not a part of because I didn't see her name there but specifically mm-hmm. Chung Lee I saw her name a part of pro- the production I'm like Nikki so so you do beats now you, mm-hmm. you in the, Nikki the production stuff she dipping
0: her toes in you the things.
1: and I was like okay most likely she dipped her toes in it because she, mm. i guess she wanted to like curate a sound yeah. around her vocals you know or even just create that sound and then um put some vocals on it and then tweak it along the way you know mm-hmm. um but yeah so my favorite is chung lee which was the lead single and then moving on to barbie dreams um
0: okay, that, yes. was, that
1: was cool yeah and then um let me see the list good form i had like good form Good form. Um, yes yeah, it was a jam um and she i think she featured um i think Lilwin was a was a feature on good form and then she also had the Clermont twins mm-hmm. in the video of mm-hmm. good form like posing like as statues i think that was so cool yeah, was. um and then coco chanel coco chanel is a sort of like a dance hall kind of vibe ish it's not fully but mm. it's like a mixture yeah. and, and and uh foxy brown is a part <laughs> of that um feature as well um so i think those are my favorites so far yeah mm-hmm. yeah th- yeah i think that that, that was just it because you know what this I...
0: one sorry go ahead. i interrupted you sorry no go ahead um you know what i just remembered what? when queen came out hmm was the day that i met your mom and your grandma and you guys really? came to yeah you guys came to harlem so that we could uh-huh. have lunch together and like walk around the city
1: yeah. it was the same
0: day that the album came out i just remember that oh Which is like a random a random ass memory it just came back yeah. to me like oh shit because you... i remember asking you when you got off the train i was like did you hear nikki's new album and oh. you hadn't heard it yet Girl, and, and, I, don't even and remember. I was discussing <laughs> yeah i was discussing like a random song on there i do not remember what song it was now mm. um but I said that there was one song that I really liked but now I don't remember which one it is yeah
1: but
0: just random random memory there yeah 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 random album. No, but
1: those those are the songs that I like um there isn't anything big about this album to say like oh you know I could ramble on about it because mm-hmm. it was just like a body of work that she did that was completely different from what she normally does and I guess yeah. she was experimenting along the way so it it was just cool to listen to just a vibe you know yeah um so yeah that's 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 my First, the first album I I'll, I'll, I started with.
0: So, nice.
1: Yeah. And your what's your
0: my my first my one that first I wrote down, yeah the one that I wrote down first. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, if you're watching the YouTube, I'm looking down because I wrote on a piece of paper.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> in marker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a computer in front of me, but I chose to to, to use yeah. the paper. Um. So I chose Trench uh by okay. 21 pilots mm. um turn on pilots is a i want i'm going to say alternative um band made up of two people yeah um lead singer and the drummer who is josh lead singer is tyler um and they make um they've always had like a very different sound which mm. i've always been like attracted to like i've always liked it i've always felt moved by it because it was seemingly quite random like when you listen to it you're just like oh i didn't i didn't really expect this from them which i like because every album i don't really know what they're gonna do um and this album wasn't any different i couldn't have expected anything that was (laughs) that was on Mm -hmm. this album Mm -hmm. and -hmm. it was sick so trench was released on the 5th of october in 2018 um and it's a concept album I really like concept albums because it's just there's everything. Yes. There's everything yeah. in there yeah. from costume design to a choice of like the music videos to how the marketing uh, rolls out Zo- to um, then the stage production and the stage design. Everything mm-hmm. and like 21 Pilots is very big on making sure that concepts are solid and like mm-hmm. every single part is thought through. Yeah. Um, so it's a 14-track album with a crazy concept that, like, I honestly to this day still haven't fully processed because it actually requires like <laughs> 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 such a deep dive. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it takes place in a me- metaphorical city called um, mm. Dima. Mm-hmm. Um, and the protagonist of the whole story is the lead singer Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um. But the city is surrounded by like a valley that is called Trench. And basically okay. the album is the lead singer trying to escape from Dima. And then Dima is controlled by like nine bishops who are kind of like dictators. So it's a really suppressed, um, mm. op- oppressive, conservative as like...
1: Right, right.
0: Little situation going on in there and he's trying to escape. But the whole thing is really metaphorical for... Um, mental health and like Mm. all of that stuff um and one of the reasons why i picked it was that it was the first time that they had self-produced um so everything was recorded in the lead singer's home studio and Mm. it was the first time that they had done that he did everything himself with um a co-producer from a band called mute math which i'm also very fond of (laughs) Um, but, yeah, man, it's just like a really crazy listening experience. Um, and as I said, because they round off their concepts really well, I went to the concert for this album cycle. And literally everything was so thought out the whole time. I was just like, this is insane, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. This is, yeah. this is crazy. I can't believe they've done all of this. And my mom, right. my mom came with me. And I was just like, you know, Yolo, I'm going to take my mom. Um, mm-hmm she doesn't really know 21 pilots like that, but I took her and after the show, she was like, that was crazy. And I was like, <laughs> it was right. And it wasn't, it wasn't even my first 21 pilots concert. Yeah. It was my second one, but I was still like, yeah. that's crazy. Cause the first one was also crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but also it was the marketing, the marketing mm-hmm. rollout for mm. the album that really got me like into the whole thing. And I was just like, okay, Okay, this is very well thought out because yeah. I was telling you briefly the other day how people found out that they were starting to roll out a new album mm. was because they happened to be on their website so,
1: Right, and they
0: saw a little URL on like a GIF on the merchandise page mm-hmm. of their website and they followed mm. the URL and it took them to like this really obscure website that came out of nowhere very clearly. Um, and <clears throat> And it started the rollout of the whole story of Trench and all the stuff. And it was like a treasure hunt. And I was like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> but the fan base does. So I was just yeah. reading the whole thing on Reddit. <laughs> I was she just said, like, I'm that. waiting. Yeah, I was just like, all right. They just do their own thing. Like, and I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not easy to be in the music industry making music that isn't necessarily mainstream. Yeah. And still continuing to do your own shit
1: the second album that i liked um of course is by rihanna okay <laughs> really? the, the these are my top two so the the next two albums that i'm gonna talk about now is my top two. i first mm-hmm. i'm gonna start off with rihanna talk that talk listen mm-hmm. you no know talk that talk by rihanna i know right you know that this is a good pick first of Mm -hmm. all the song itself talk that talk is just badass overall um but talk that talk is actually a hip-hop r&b kind of electro riggy rihanna said i'm throwing all the genres into this album Uh, one one thing that i love about rihanna is the fact that she mixes all genres within her um albums you know Mm -hmm. like she does like pop electro r&b hip-hop reggae like all in one body of work and she makes it work not very much artists can do that you know what i mean yeah like they can put like r&b hip-hop pop and whatever in a body of work but it's like what some people would literally be like what are you doing like this sounds like a mess it sounds like all over the place but rihanna's team like the persons that does her production knows her well like knows her vocals knows like her her style of music and they 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 do a great job i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. they do such a great job and when rihanna started out she she didn't start out with one genre and i think that's why she can do this yeah. she started off with like reggae and then she moved into, like, pop. And then she moved into, like, R&B. Like, she she literally dabbled in everything. Like, even when she released the album, Loud, that was, like, mm-hmm. almost, like, full kind of techno-electro kind of vibes, mm-hmm. you know? And you know what's so crazy? When I was reading, I saw that Talk That Talk was actually released in 2011 in November. Mm-hmm. But it was released on the 18th of November in Europe and the 21st of November in the U.S.
0: Mm-hmm. That happens and sometimes. I, and I, I said, don't know hmm, why, but... I,
1: I, I, I think I know why. So why I believe that they do this, this is just like my little theory um, based on what I've seen, but I have to do a bit more research into it. But I believe that artists that are mainly like from the US or in the US market um, kind of like test their music with Europe. So before like they fully released release then their music in the US. I feel like they would like, just kinda like test the waters with Europe to see like how the persons in Europe react to the music before they fully like release it in the US. Because mm. when they go on tour, they go on tour in the in, in Europe first. And mm-hmm. then they go on tour in US. And I believe this is just another thing of me. I believe that they make more money in Europe than the US. I just <laughs>
0: sure it. I just have a feeling
1: I just well we can
0: we can look into
1: it (laughs) we can look into it that's that's just what i feel because i mean like euros to dollars
0: yeah Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. so also
0: concert tickets are cheaper in europe than they are in the u.s
1: mm. oh Um, oh, that's true too and so back to talk that talk album was released in 2011 um in november the 18th of november europe the 21st of november um in the US and actually all of the songs are my favorite songs like there is not one song on the album that I do not like it's a um, album that consists of 11 songs Um, and my favorite songs on the I all of them are my favorite but like my most favorite like I would listen to like all the time is actually you the one you know you the one oh, from me, Anna? Yeah, you the yeah. one na, 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 yeah. okay. mm-hmm. I think about that, that song
0: often actually Literally, that song
1: right <laughs> Yeah, that song brings back so much memories and what i love about that song is that i think this album itself what i love about it is that she infused a lot of her caribbean flavor into it Mm -hmm. and i think that that's what i like um where have you been as well that was just a major hit we found love was also just like a major hit. like like this album was just like full of the hits like Mm -hmm. talk that talk itself with jay-z was like a hit cockiness Mm -hmm. Birthday Cake um, mm-hmm. with uh, Chris Brown. We All Want Love, Drunk On Love, Rock Me Out, Watch And Learn, Farewell. Like, the whole album is just amazing. Like, that was just, that was such a great, great, great body of work. Apart from Loud, because I, I believe mm-hmm. Loud, the album that she did was great as well. But yeah, this was one was like, oh, my God. This one was really, oh, my God. And what's so funny as well is that the song that she did with Chris Brown on this album, Birthday Cake, was only released in the U.S. No, I don't know why.
0: It was probably a promo, <laughs> uh, a pro- a promo thing.
1: No, but this album is just awesome. Like, there is um, there is not much of a backstory behind it. Mm. Um, but what I really loved uh, the marketing aspect of it is that while doing this album, she did like a like a like a like a hometown tour. Mm. So she went back. She went back to Barbados. Um, she spent time with family. She um spent time with her late um grandmother who um passed away from cancer. She now has a foundation for her that is dedicated, mm. you know, in the gra- that is the, a foundation that is in the grandma's name, um, where she kind of like donates and helps like with cancer and so forth. Um but no she like with this album she did like a hometown kind of tour she went back to Barbados visited family and friends and she just like visited her aunts and uncles and so forth and she visited their stores because they have like a few stores over there like she was just in her element just I think it was a humbling moment Mm -hmm. for her like Mm -hmm. just going back home being with her family being with her loved ones what I was saying is that I think that this was a humbling moment for her, just being back home, being with family, being with friends, Um, you know, just being back in Barbados. I don't remember, I think, I'm not sure what studio album was this, like what number it it is. But. No this 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 album was just the shit like listen yeah. to it guys listen to it again and again and again and again <laughs> because obviously she's not going <laughs> to re- release any more music like right now so you know but... might as
0: well revisit
1: I yeah, was just like, thinking
0: as you were talking I was thinking like I actually haven't listened to that whole album
1: yeah in a while, while. Mm-hmm. I need it's to I need to I need to go back and listen to it because that song is just like it's humbling. I know why I said it's humbling because you could hear it in the in the song, like you could hear it, like the way that she sings, the lyrics. And like when you look at the kind of because it's like a mini documentary she did mm-hmm. on um uh, YouTube. I was gonna say Instagram. It's like a, <laughs> it's a mini documentary she did on youtube and she just she shows the entire process like when she visits her family she visits her mom Mm. she visits her grandma you know and then like in the background like some of the songs of the album you know are playing so i'm like okay like i get i get it i get the vibe i understand it. it is dope it's cool yeah 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 yeah.
0: sick
1: yeah
0: yeah i definitely need to revisit that album it's been such a long time i'm like i've been doing that a lot lately as well it's like revisiting old albums
1: I think that, I should as well.
0: Yeah, that like were were released when I was like a teenager and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: did it with Craig David most recently. Mm-hmm. Craig David's first album. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. He was in his bag so early on in his career. That's, that shit's mm-hmm. crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm going to reiterate once again that I didn't write this in any specific order. Yeah. Um, But this should come as no surprise to anybody who knows me in real life that the album that I'm going to talk about now is by BTS. (laughs) Mm. It should come as no surprise to anybody ever. But anyway, um, so the second album I chose is, uh, B by BTS, Mm -hmm. um, fifth studio album. Was released in November of 2020.
1: November 20th. Why are, why are these artists releasing music in... Why... Back... Wh- no. When this... when the, What year? 2020. 2020. 2020. I noticed a lot of artists release albums like in November. I'm asking myself if anyone releases like an album in like January. Have, did you, yes. Did you ever see... Did You, you saw... Who, yeah. Which artists you know released an album like in January. Um, or even February or March or whatever. Like in the, like in the beginning. We middle. had...
0: We... March, Stromae released this month.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and then last month, Kanye? Or oh, was that this month also? Kanye released new music.
1: Oh, music. I don't know. <laughs> and then um, <clears throat> in
0: February, 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 I'm trying to remember now there was a release, but I can't remember who it was. But January, like people don't do January and December as much because that's Christmas no. music time.
1: Right. And yeah. Mariah Carey is busy Mariah dominating takes the charts. So, Listen, yeah. December belongs to Mariah. I'm yeah, sorry. So people y'all, avoid y'all might get mad with months. me, but Mariah is the December song queen like i don't know how to put it no it
0: is it is everybody knows it when when charting billboard in december it's all christmas music
1: so people avoid
0: people avoid that shit and i understand it i understand it but you
1: know i was asking myself like this song like was made like years ago Mm -hmm. yeah she re she re re
0: re-released yeah yeah
1: i know she re-released it and of course like they like more like better mixing and mastering or whatever um but i'm like this song like i know she's making money like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) that one that's that's
0: that's 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 the paycheck that never fails those december royalties must be good
1: (laughs) oh oh but But anyway continue with your um um
0: yeah so as i was saying um b by bts released november 20th 2020 their fifth studio album um I have a lot of feelings about it. <laughs> mm. I, have, I have a lot of feelings about it. And there's a lot of things that made it my m- made it my one of my current favorites. Um I have like another two of their albums that are in my favorites, but I chose to um speak about this one specifically. Yeah. Um because their approach to it was so different from what they usually do.
1: Was this the album that you were telling me about? Like they did all the concept stuff that you were were showing me that you ordered and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah? So like their approach to this was like super different, but also it was an album that was never really supposed to happen because they were supposed Mm. to be on tour. Um, but the pandemic obviously happened. Yeah, Nobody was on tour. Um, and they had time on their hands um i got ahead of myself i got too excited so mm-hmm. i'm gonna back i'm gonna backtrack the album has <laughs> <laughs> she said okay. she said rewind she got ahead she said, of herself
1: she said let's have- go back a little bit let's go back
0: i have a lot of feelings <laughs> i have a lot of feelings about bts I get too excited. Please relax. First of all, to me, I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. A... Um The album has eight tracks. Okay. One of the eight was Dynamite, which mm. like was hugely successful. Mm-hmm. Um but all other tracks are Korean. Um, okay. uh, like I feel like I shouldn't need to introduce them, but if you don't already know who bts is Mm. they are a south korean septet who are immensely talented
1: people you think people you think people don't know who bts is they like they are like so huge right
0: um you would be surprised how willingly ignorant people want to be when (laughs) it comes to (laughs) when it comes to people from other cultures <laughs> so
1: that's it. well that you especially have a point, yeah. when it yeah. comes
0: to music,
1: yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, um, so basically, as I said, the album really wasn't supposed to happen mm. um, and obviously, the circumstances in which it happened were really unfortunate, but I appreciate the fact that it did happen. I'm grateful that it did happen because it was an opportunity for them to explore their creativity to like the fullest right. extent right? Um, which really reflected in the album like as a result of them really being able to just take over the whole thing and try this for the first time because you know they were in a situation where it allowed for that
1: mm. they
0: created one of their most I think sincere and genuine albums that really reflected what they were feeling throughout the pandemic what everybody was feeling and there was a lot of stuff going down Mm -hmm. and it was scary for everybody Um, and in doing that they were also able to give like this message of hope as well which um is how i categorize the album when i listen to it it's just like a very big source of comfort because Mm. lyrically Don't be lazy. Look up the fucking lyrics. Translations. Mm -hmm. It's right there. (laughs) Oh my god. But um, lyrically, it's, you know, it's hard hitting. It's beautiful. It's soft. It's sad. It's hopeful. It's happy. Like, it's a lot of stuff um, that is just like, just, you know what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you know what?
0: Overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, it's yeah yeah no no but but it really it really be like that sometimes like with music like for me like when I listen to a specific song or an album Mm -hmm. um with me I don't think the lyrics mean something to me but it's like the tone or the Mm -hmm. melody of the song that strikes like an emotional nerve in my mind or in my Mm -hmm. brain or whatever like I don't know how they do that I'd be like how we all do that like, how y'all yeah. know that this would trigger my brain? Like, how you know? <laughs> Not my laptop dying. <laughs>
0: Hello? Get the charger.
1: It's right here.
0: As we were also saying, they uh, they being the members of BTS had a very hands-on approach to the album. And that doesn't go to say that they don't normally have a hands-on approach. Like, they all have writing credits um, across their discography. <clears throat> they, when I say they're talented, I'm not fucking kidding. Okay. (laughs) I'm not saying this for shits and giggles or whatever. I mean, they are immensely talented individuals who take their music so seriously. So like, this is not a game for anybody involved. Um, and I fuck with that. Um, but yeah, so they had a hands-on approach. They each had like a role in in the whole process so you know ultimately they were all project managers but within the roles of project yeah. managers they had their own little individual things so yeah. some of them did like styling some of them did mm. like the design the graphics mm. like behind the whole packaging um one of them was the anr so was the mm. communication point between yeah. the group and the company and what company. they wanted um, you know, they worked together to brainstorm what kind of sound they wanted to go for. They all contributed music out of their personal, like little libraries of stuff that they were working yeah. on. Um, and so, you know, they 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 have credits all over this shit, and yeah, it's wow. cool. It's cool to see because not only do you hear it manifesting in the music, but in the physical album itself, there's just like pieces of each of them in there, and it's so uh personalized and, and cool as fuck. Um and sick. I just turn over a leaf <laughs> <laughs> of paper. A sheet of paper. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I'm trying to see if I said everything that I was gonna say. Okay. Oh, even like <laughs> even shit like the music video, mm-hmm. um that also that was that was that was them doing the things. Mm. Um having fun. And um My
1: my favorite songs of BTS is um I like Fire from Gem. BTS. Yes. But my favorite, my ultimate favorite is... Is it Blood, Sweat, and Tears? A Blood and Sweat? What is, what is it called? It's, yeah, Blood, it's Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Sweat and tears. Yeah. That is my song. Listen. Jam. Jam. That's it. That right there is my song. Gem. Like, the way that they sing that, the music video. I'm like, Gem. y'all killed it. <laughs> y'all killed this. The whole, the whole concept, Listen, the whole everything. The whole concept, the production, the styling. Like, it was... Listen, <laughs> they they, they awesome. did what needed to be done. Yeah, they they with, did what with that, to be done with
0: that track. They're um, awesome. The rollout of the album mm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. was
0: also very different to how they usually do stuff. Again, yeah, because okay. they chose how it was gonna happen, um, which again doesn't mean that they don't get to choose other things. It just right, means that right, they had right. a very specific thing in mind when it came mm. for this album. So, like, um, if I can make a comparison, um. When they released previous albums, they kind of release a little calendar or a release map. Um, so you know exactly what's gonna drop on what day. What day, yeah. That didn't happen for this album. They were just like dropping stuff. And we never wow. knew what it was gonna be either. So it was oh. also fun and exciting and it yeah, was definitely a lot of involvement. Um and also mm-hmm. they um kind of invited us to see part of the process. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they released um, either live streams on YouTube or just videos would drop uh, where, you know, we can see them kind of deciding on the sound of the album. We can see them in the studio. We can see them deciding how they're going to style what they're going to what's going to go inside the album, like physical album and all of that shit, which is sick. Um, because you don't get to see that very often no, these days. No, um, no. Not many people invite you for that kind of behind behind the scenes look at their yeah. album making process.
1: But it's so crazy, not to cut you off, it's mm-hmm. so crazy because Rihanna also did this with Talk About Talk just mm-hmm. a bit. She didn't went like in extreme detail but she had like a part of her um, going back home kind of documentary scene. She also showed that when she fly back to New York because I think at that time she was living in New York she also showed that and she fly back from Barbados to New York. Like, she went straight into, like, hair, makeup mm-hmm. to, like, do um some photo shoots for the album. And it's, like, she took the shoot, like, let's say, for instance, on Monday. And, like, already on Friday, like, the whole thing was printed on the CD cover and everything, like, was just ready. I'm, like, wow. You yeah. know? Uh, she even had, like, her own personalized clothing, like, with her name in it and yeah. stuff like that. I'm, like, y'all be working fast.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a... <laughs> y'all be working fast. It's really... It's yeah, really yeah, an yeah. intense whole process like you've got to but have a listen, good ass team behind you. So
1: that was that was your second one that you talked mm-hmm. about BTS. So for me my final one is Captured by Spice. So we
0: we love we love Spice over here, love Spice at, over uh, here. at don't touch my music podcast. Listen.
1: Yes, Sweetie. Chardonnay do.
0: introduced me to Spice actually. I was not familiar with her before. Yeah. Before me and Chardonnay became besties yeah 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 yeah
1: <laughs> no spice is a real deal like spice so for those of you who don't know who spice is um spice is a jamaican dancehall artist who's also known as the queen of dance hall um she's also a cast member on love and hip-hop atlanta in the u.s mm-hmm. um and spice released a sort of a mixtape because it's not an album and I'm going to tell you why she labeled it as a mixtape instead of an album. A mixtape called um, Captured um, of course it's, the genre is dancehall. It was released in 2018 on the 2nd of November and it actually has 19 songs. Spice said I'm working. Juicy she album. said I'm working. So it actually has 19 mm-hmm. songs and the story behind it was that she was signed to a record label? I'm not gonna say the record label's name.
0: Mm-hmm. But fuck she... that
1: label. <laughs> I mean, she's on good terms with them now, but I'm still just not gonna say their name.
0: Yeah, fuck um... that label. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she was she's she has been signed to this specific record label for many years, and they have not really produced an album she recorded Mm -hmm. music but it was just sitting there for years like since 2014 jeez the the label has not released anything from her specifically so they
0: basically had her shelved
1: they literally shoved her like the stuff in the background there like that was her literally (laughs) like listen which
0: (laughs) fuck that label
1: she was just sitting nice on the shelf but you know what's so funny she was sitting on a shelf the label had her on a shelf but she wasn't stop work she she did not stop working all songs that she made she she, she decided to create songs and put them out on her own use her mm-hmm. own money and put them out on her own the mm-hmm. downside of it was that the label still owned it because she signed a contract like you know with copyright and yeah. blah, 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 blah. masters and
0: all that uh, jazz. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh that's a conversation for another day
1: but yeah but she was still working behind the scenes. While the label had her on the shelf, she was making music nonstop. Mm-hmm. She was making music videos nonstop, and she was mm-hmm. touring, performing all over the world nonstop. And she even came out to say that she makes money from her performances. Mm-hmm. The That's most where money... most yeah. musicians most, make the yeah, most income. Yeah. She mostly makes money from her performances because she was like the label was not helping her with nothing, like. Nothing, Kiki, nothing. And she named this mixtape Captured because she said that she felt captured. She felt that she was just captured and just like trapped for many years without being able to release a proper album. She's like, I'm the queen of dance hall. I have hits upon hits upon hits. I have such a large fan base all over the world. Why is this label not granting Mm -hmm. me or releasing an album? She was like, I have many songs that I've recorded that is just sitting there in the studio and not being released. Why, 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 why? So she decided to make this mixtape. And one of the songs in the mixtape um, is also called Captured, where she talks about feeling captured and feeling trapped and feeling like they used her. And she continued to feel used because it's like, you know that I want an album. You know that mm-hmm. I need an album because of my fan base, but yet you're still not making the effort. But you're seeing me putting in the work, you're seeing me working, you're seeing me doing music videos, you see me traveling, touring, whatever, and you're still not, you know, kind of giving me that extra push. Yeah. Um, so that was that that basically was the kind of story behind that song. And then another song on the album. Um, which is the number one song is Black Hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Um, this album, uh, album, this uh, song, Black Hypocrisy, talked about um, colorism. Um, so yeah, so my favorite songs on this mixtape is Black Hypocrisy, Genie, a song named Genie, a song named Under Fire, a song named Romantic Mood.
0: Oh, I remember uh, "Romantic Mood."
1: Yes, "Romantic <laughs> Romantic Mood." Slapped, and that, that's that's about it. Those are the songs, and this song actually peaked at number one on Billboard mm-hmm. for um top reggae albums.
0: Okay. Sp- yeah
1: this song was number one i can't remember for how much weeks um but it peaked at number one on the on the on the reggae charts on billboard and usually bob marley is number one but she Mm -hmm. was number one for that time and she was Mm -hmm. like this is such an accomplishment because bob marley is like bob marley's been number one on the reggae um Mm -hmm. charts Mm -hmm. for years and Mm -hmm. even though like he's passed away so long like he's been number one and like just She she tells herself, like, me, like, oh, Little Spice, like, just, you know, made it number one. Because, guys, if you hear her story, like, it's so amazing. Like, it's, it's really inspiring. She came from nothing. Like, she literally said, like, she came from not having food to eat, not having, you know, money to go to school. She literally went to school and came home and met her house, like, burnt down flat on the ground. And she was, like, all she had was the shoes on her feet and the clothes that she was wearing and the bag on her back she literally had nothing and like today like to see where she where she's at today like her album 10 that she released um uh i believe it was last year uh is actually nominated for a grammy like yes that's just crazy i remember like,
0: when i sent you
1: that message yes and like she she i freaked out because i'm like what like she really did it like yeah. i don't care if she, she wins or not like it's the fact that she it, was nominated, she was nominated. Like, it's right, a really like big she was, deal yeah like she was recognized you know what i mean and she 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 has like i think um two businesses if i'm mm. not mistaken maybe she has multiple but the two that i know of is grass noir which is her clothing line and um faces and laces which is her makeup and wig line um and i know that she owns multiple homes in the us and in jamaica like she is just a whole success story like she is just so inspiring you know um but no the main the main story behind that mixtape slash kind of album captured was the the fact that the label yeah was the fact that she was just just on the shelf with this label not being able to make music um and she just felt like captured just she just felt trapped and um along with that she kind of drive like controversy with Mm -hmm. it because she like she did not like bleach her skin skin she didn't actually bleach her skin but she painted her skin white because persons would tell her that she's too black to make it as an artist Mm -hmm. persons would tell her that she's too dark To be Mm. successful or that she is um yes it's either she's too black to make it as an artist or she's just too dark to be successful and they were like oh um she she often says like they were they would say spice you know if you were a little like lighter or if you were a little browner you know you would make it far and she's like okay so she's like okay since you guys feel that way well here it is and when she did it, they were like, no, you don't look good. You, you this, you that. And I'm like, what do y'all want though?
0: There is the hypocrisy of it all. Oh,
1: there's the black hypocrisy, which is the number one song on, on the mix. Yep. She's like, you guys are telling me if I'm lighter, I'll make it and I'll look better. But now that I am lighter, you guys are criticizing me. The same ones mm-hmm. that said, if I'm lighter, I'll be I'll be much more successful. Are the same ones that are telling me that I don't look good, lighter, that I'm making a mistake. Like what? Like, anyways, but they, they, this is a deep, deep story. Um, yeah. But yeah, that 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 that's that. So it's for me, it's Queen from Nicki Minaj. Um talk that captured talk. by Spice and Um talk, talk That Talk from Rihanna. Yeah.
0: Before I talk about my last album.
1: <laughs> what do you want to um, say?
0: Family, if you're listening, please don't bring this up in person. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to get shy. I'm going to get shy. I'm going to get shy and embarrassed, and I'm going to want to run away. So, like, don't bring this up in person. Just listen to what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> 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 also, don't, don't, don't make fun of my pronunciation. Uh, um. So anyway, my third album is um, "Mininu De Oru by Judge. Um okay, nice. It's also his fifth studio album.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It was released November of 2021, so mm-hmm. it's it's still very fresh, very new. fresh.
1: Yeah.
0: It has 15 tracks. Wow. Actually, wait. Pause. I forgot to say who who he is. So Judge is a Cape Verdean um, musician. He's yeah. been in the music things for a very long time and he is very well loved in the lusophone community um as well as now getting very big internationally Yeah, indeed. fucking dope to see which is just um,
1: crazy yeah it's so yeah. crazy because i remember the not to cut you off you know, i remember the other day that um i was scrolling on tiktok and i'm like is this his song going viral on tiktok yeah. like they were doing like a bunch of dances to it and shit and i was like that is so cool like it's crazy like i love to yeah. see artists like um you know like be successful like get the mm-hmm. recognition that they deserve and you know and like move up the ladder like that is so cool yeah but anyway continue
0: yeah so um he is super well known for like his afropop um his afropop genre and music um, but in this one in this album, which is one of the reasons why I really enjoyed it, he brought in a lot of elements of like traditional Cape Verdean genre. There's so many like things that just made it so like juicy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um for lack of a better word to describe it. I don't know how else to like yeah, yeah know. um and a cool a cool thing behind this album is that um. It's really a celebration of mm. all the love that he's gotten from the Cape Radian community, the Lusophone okay. community, his family, yep. and his friends throughout his yep. career. Because it kind of it it tr- it marks his twentieth year in the music industry. Twenty mm. years is a long time to be making music, no, so he's definitely. been doing this since he was a kid.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and like he he considers it a collaborative effort because mm. of how many people are featured um, and the fact that to produce like a lot of the songs in the album, they actually did a writing camp. Mm. So they went to Cape Verde for 10 days, um, him and like a bunch of other musicians and they just made music for 10 days. Um, he said that around 60 to 80% of the album was a result of that. The no, wow. Um. So I think it's cool, and also because you can hear that every feature serves a purpose. Like you know, sometimes when you listen to a song, and you're like, this feature was entirely unnecessary, mm. and like brought nothing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is not the case here
1: yes many songs i know yeah, like that but yeah exactly mm-hmm.
0: that is not the case here these mm. features serve a purpose and they mm. serve it well sometimes you're listening to an album and then you're like ah skip
1: this ah, song yeah 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 not no. on this album Wow. not
0: on this album all 15 songs i will listen to mm-hmm. through and through zero skips um again i said the features they're excellent. They're great features. No. Um, and you can really feel and hear the intention of the album. So, mm. you know, he's telling his story. of right. His experiences doing music for 20 years. Everything. Everything he's faced from the love to the hate um, to the success that he's now seeing. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you can also hear that this album came from somebody who is so deeply passionate about music
1: mm. that
0: it reflects, and um, that's also what I really like about BTS. Yeah. Like, it always reflects in their music how passionate they are about what they do. I feel like there's a lot of sincerity here, okay, great. and it's you know genuine in the yeah. sentiments yeah. that are being that are being shared. I went to the listening party. Mm um With my mom and my brother, mm-hmm. um we all our whole house.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: we all we all went to the listening party, and it was interactive. So we got to hear the album before the album came out. Came out and before the tracks, the track list was decided. So mm. it was interactive in the sense that he would play a song, and then there was a like website that we were all on on our smartphones. Oh, so you kind of we kinda had to of like vote. say like from I think it was one to ten. 1 to 10, like how much you wanted the song in the album. I was entirely useless. (laughs) I said 10, so I was useless in that front, but it was an honest 10. I wasn't just saying 10 to say 10. It was genuine. No, I get you. I get you. I get you. And a great performer as well. I remember yeah, we went to see I him remember, in the Netherlands. I was just about
1: to say we went to see him in the Netherlands. It was such a cool performance. Yeah, it's vibes. I'm like if someone's so <laughs> it's good. Fun. It's a he's motto. a great performer as well. Like really.
0: If anyone listening is unfamiliar with Judge and his music, go scope the things. Um there's sure. there's there's five whole albums to look yeah. through. <laughs> there's yep. five whole albums to look through and, and, and enjoy. Um but yeah, those were my three albums Trench by 21 Pilots, B by BTS, and Minidoro Doro by Judge. Nice. Um, yeah, man. That was fun. I yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That, that, that was fun. I love um, talking about
0: our favorite music.
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, we should do like more, um, more like uh, favorite songs of the week or something like that. I like those as well. Because yeah. it we tells you. We do you, those like... every
0: Monday. We do those every Monday. So that's. Oh,
1: yeah. 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 I forget. That's fun. <laughs>
0: That's fun. That's fine.
1: So guys, um, that was this episode. If you are watching on YouTube, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. And if you are listening on Spotify, don't forget to rate um our podcast and follow us. And don't forget to follow us on social media. You can follow Kiki at
0: Kiana Carrera on Instagram.
1: Yes, and you can follow me on Instagram at Chardonnay Official, and you can follow our podcast uh, Instagram account at Don't Touch My Music Pod, and follow us on TikTok. Same thing at Don't Touch My Music Pod. You'll be able to see like little snippets and um, like little. Things that didn't get to make it into the podcast and um, some bloopers. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. check us out. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) For music lovers, industry professionals, and anyone who just
0: wants to stay in the loop, Tune in every Monday and Thursday for all new episodes where we'll tell you everything you need to know about music, artists, and the industry.